Hey guys, I don't know what it's like where you live, but where I live, it's freaking hot outside. Hot! Which got me to thinking, what are the songs that remind you of summer? Coming up next on The Music Box. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Music Box Podcast. We're sitting here sweating. The air conditioner's been running all day. Yes. Thank goodness for air conditioning. Oh, man. Could you imagine? So, uh, in my place of business, we have no air conditioner, and we do that on purpose, and it's it's really hot. It's really hot right now, man. I'm against that. Don't be against that. You'll need it one day. Mm -hmm. Anyway, welcome to the Music Box. We're talking today about songs that remind us of summer, get us in the mood, get us in... um, uh, roll our windows down, let the hair blow through our fabulous beards. The well, hair? You want hair blowing through your fabulous beard? Yeah. Well, that was... <laughs> <laughs> let the wind blow oh, through okay. the hair of our fabulous beard. Does, I got you. That, does yeah. that help you? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's totally good. I don't have a fabulous beard. I tried for a week and a half about a week ago, and I shaved it off. I felt like... Something was growing on my face, and I didn't like it. I've never been more disappointed. I tried. Yeah, yeah. I tried. Okay. It would have been too hot right now. No, it's fine. You see the beard (laughs) hanging off of my face? Yes. Am I hot? Am I sweating right now? I mean, I'm hot because of the beard. Oh, okay. But the beard doesn't make my body temperature go up at all. Makes mine go up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does. Oh, hey, man. we had a topic. What was it? Uh, I, I don't know. It's hot. It's hot in here. Hot. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks you so much. We, we've had uh, um, lots of listeners the last couple of weeks on the Music Box podcast. And, Super uh, excited about that. Thank thanks you everybody so much. Let you know we're available on Breaker. We're available on Google Podcast, Radio Public, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and of course on Anchor. Uh, y'all do us a favor. Um, when you go to Anchor and you listen to this podcast, there's a little button that says voice message. Leave us a message. Tell us what you think. For sure. Leave a comment. We'll we'll put you on the podcast next week. We'll answer a question that you might have. And uh, we just want to interact with you guys. Thank you so much for listening. <clears throat> and um, so, yeah, we're going to start today. We're talking about summer. Summer songs. First thing that popped in my head, I'll tell you what it was. Yeah. It was... The snowman singing the summer song in Frozen. Are <laughs> you kidding? It's summer. Yeah, Sing it, baby. total Broadway. Bring that <laughs> up. Do that. What was that character's name? Olaf. Olaf the snowman. I don't know. You don't? I don't know. I've oh. never seen Frozen. I'm done. All right. Well, uh, I'm done. I'm, I'm kind I'm, of disappointed. The Frozen Two is coming out. I'm changing the name of the podcast then. Two. I don't know something. Jimmy sucks. Jimmy hasn't podcast. seen Frozen. <laughs> Jimmy hasn't seen Frozen. If you haven't seen Frozen, tune in. We'll talk about stuff that isn't Frozen. Anyway, if you haven't heard that song, honestly, that was a joke. It was the first song that popped in my head, though. But I got a lot of songs. Um, <clears throat> so we're talking about songs that make. What, what do you got? What do you got going on? Well, I got to tell you, when when the idea occurred to me to talk about songs of summer, there's a song that immediately popped into my head. That has nothing to do with summer. So I think I'm just going to tease that and save it for a little while because it's sort of an obscure song. 
And all right, but it's it's the song that for my whole life, the it's like I don't know if the radio only plays it in the summer, but it seems like multiple times in my life I've had it's like the first day that the windows are down in my car, I hear this song, and it is the song that marks the beginning of summer to me. I'll I'll go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, please do. So the song is, and this has nothing to do with summer, but for some reason in my lifetime, I only hear it in the summertime. Like when it's on the terrestrial radio, it is the beginning of summertime. Come on. And the song is Twilight Zone by Golden Earring. Came out in 1982 on an album called Cut. And I did a little research and found out that it was inspired by... Robert Ludlin book, The Born Identity. So there you go. For real? Yeah. I, that book was written like in 1960-something, I think. But the song Twilight Zone by Golden Earring was inspired by that book, which would have been 1982. What is that? Three, a year before I was born. That's three decades before those movies came out? Wow. Okay, so if you're anything like me, <clears throat> I've probably heard the song, but I can't pull it out in my mind. Yeah, what that song is. So it's what I love about you and I. You er, teach yeah. me something, man. Teach me something. Well, then the thing—the thing about that song in particular in my list is that it has nothing to do with summer. But I like hearing it in the summer for some reason. And I get it, it, and I feel like a lot of the times that I hear that song, it's in the summer. And so immediately when the thought came into my head, let's do summer songs. That's the song. That's my summer song. Now, that's the song that launches summer for me. I re- I really want to listen to it. I w- don't leave before we listen to that. We will listen today. to it. I would I would appreciate that. Yes, take a minute, pause the podcast. <laughs> it is a great song. There's like a four and a half minute radio version, and then there's like an eight minute long version. So, you know, do the choose, long one. Choose wisely. Do the long one. It's a lot of you know '80s sound effects in there and stuff. But Sweet. I just love that song. Not a huge Golden Earring <laughs> fan outside of that. I mean, I've I guess, never heard of them. I guess everybody knows Radar Love. It's been oh. covered a million times. Okay, so no. That's a Golden Radar Earring love. song. Dun, 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 but, dun, 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 you know, dun. I'm not going to sit around and say that I have the Golden Earring anthology, you know, on vinyl. <laughs> because I don't. If you do, leave us a voice message. I wanna, right. We want to yeah, know we wanna, you. We want to hear that on vinyl, please. That would be fantastic. So that's that's my number one song for the summer, Twilight Zone by Golden Earring, 1982. Wow. wow. I was 10 when that song came out. So. I was not born. Yeah. I've been a fan of the rock music since I was a young person. That's why we're friends. Yeah. That's exactly why we're friends. Um, first song that came to my mind when it comes to summertime for me, <clears throat> I grew up in the country. I grew up listening to gospel music. By the time I was 10, I started hearing different rock and roll songs. And Jimmy knows better than anybody, I'm a rock and roll music fan. Rock and roll guy. I love rock and roll. I like metal. I like screaming. I like yeah, big breakdowns and hooks and double bass. And I like it all. Um, so summertime for me was rolling the windows down and turning my radio up as loud as I possibly could. <laughs> it's <clears throat> better love. Banging my head to some rock and roll because you wanted everybody to hear. 
right? Yeah, I exactly. Had a, I had a crappy old car. Yeah, me a, too. $800 car and a $500 stereo <laughs> that vibrated the yeah, vi- exactly vibrated, went to the pawn shop and got my two JBL 10s and nice, put them in there so man. it was so loud right yeah but uh, one song for me that I played um, actually has nothing to do with summer either it's, that's a um, recurring theme today I think for sure uh, but it's just the, the nostalgia of rolling down the windows right. and jamming something in your car and it was uh, from Live's album, Throwing Copper. What a great record. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Which is one of my favorite records. Yeah. Which uh, Live and Bush are coming here locally in the next yeah. couple of weeks. They're on tour together. Woo. I saw they're playing Oklahoma City shortly after. So. And they're going to be here. Uh, should we say where we're going in November? Should we save that for another we'll say time? That. That's another podcast. Woo. Uh, big things coming. Yeah, big things big coming. Things. But uh, off the live, the band is live. Off the album, throwing copper, and um, the song is "I Alone." Love that song. And uh, Great song. it's easy enough to be worth, right? right? And then when it came in, I I think I blew the speakers. As yeah, a, no, uh, that is a great song off a great album. Yeah, if you haven't listened to the throwing copper album from live. It's what made him famous, yeah. honestly. Um, before Dolphins Cry, before any of that stuff, that Throwing Copper album is fantastic. It is fantastic. <clears throat> so I Alone brings I me alone. to summer. Nice. Yeah. What Love else brings that. you to summer, brother? Well, the other thing I thought about, I mean, to me, I guess in my head, and I, I wasn't around in this era. I'm old, but I'm not old enough for this era. But to me, summertime, if you're going to think of bands in summertime, and you know anything about music at all, you can't be thinking about summer in musical terms for very long without getting to the Beach Boys. I knew you was going to say it. I Something mean, about the beach, man. I mean, the Beach Boys, that sound, The first of all, Pet Sounds is probably and arguably one of the two or three best albums ever made. you got to understand the things that they did to make that record happen, the way that it was recorded and mixed was absolutely revolutionary. Yeah. But what was even more revolutionary than that were the arrangement of the vocals. Right? Mm-hmm. They have harmonies. They have these harmonies and not just not just your standard harmonies. There's these weird sort of things that go on vocally. It's such a vocal band to me. Sure. You know, the, when I think of the Beach Boys, I don't think about shredding guitars. No. Or, virtue, or virtuoso style playing music. Mm-hmm. I think of singing and at, a, at an extremely high level, but the way it's arranged, the way that the notes are saying and where they're saying is they, such a huge part of what that sound is. Absolutely. They had a specific purpose, a specific sound, and they mastered it. Yep. They went in there and they rocked it. Is well, that the album with Wipeout on it? No. That's a different no. record. But so, but the thing is, okay, so so the song, then I thought probably for me, in my mind, the the Beach Boys song that's the most summer to me, and again, it's probably not the one you're thinking of, is Good Vibrations. 
Yeah. Right? It's got that nice kind of mellow so, summer evening uh, kind of top down. Is that that one? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's got that, it's got a nice little groove to it, you know what I mean? But it's just, it's this, I mean, I literally, it's, I'm almost there, like summertime at the drive-in with the top down. You know what I mean? Yeah. The big cars. and The big cars. Yeah, the, the, the 50s yeah. car hop stuff. Yeah. You're fixing to go to the beach. I'm about to go to the beach. Oh, I can't wait to get to the beach. What are we going to do next week? How are we going to record a podcast if you're going to be gone? I'm going to have to do it remotely. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be we fun. to try that out. Hey, guess what? You're getting another experiment next week. <laughs> oh, that's not that's I would not mention that Good Vibrations is not my favorite Beach Boys song. I think it's... It's the song of theirs that most puts me in the mind of summer. But wouldn't it be nice? It's definitely my favorite yeah. Beach Boys song. What a great hook. What a great melody in that song. Anyways, Good Vibrations was released in October of 1966 as a single only. It was not on Pet Sounds. It was on uh, an album that came... It was, it was recorded for an album called Smile that they recorded and scrapped. Huh. And then, and then so in 60, the single came out in 66, but the album it was actually on was called Smiley Smile, and it came out in 67. So that's a little music trivia for you that I may love it. possibly never come up. Jimmy, thank you for teaching me something. Yeah, and it's just, <laughs> the Beach Boys are, they're pretty uh, interesting sort of history to that band. There's a lot of kind of family drama associated with that band and a lot of sort of creepiness and unfortunateness. But when they were in their peak, uh, they were the innovators of American music. They're really, they're the Beatles of American music, in my opinion. They took, um, they're the bridge between the doo-wop kind of Motown Mm-hmm. And modern rock and roll to me because they did they didn't do what everybody else did and they didn't only not do what everybody else did they invented music they invented a sound they invented a sound that had never ever been played or heard or even that we can tell conceived by <clears throat> anybody else except the genius you sure know? so yeah so Beach nobody's Boys. doing that anymore they're all copycatting. Things. Well, you know, and that's that's part of music, you know, to if you, you know, a lot of the music that people look, listen to and find is music that they hear on the radio. Sure. And the radio wants to play music that makes people listen to the radio. That's their job. Right. Right. Is to play music to keep you around long enough to, so that they can sell commercials so that they can play, pay people to play music for you. Sure. So uh, there's not a lot of people like you and I that. Get into a wormhole of stuff we've never heard of. Well, and let that's me say, where the treasure is, though. Yeah. Let me say another thing about the Beach Boys that I think puts them in a stratosphere that's that they completely own by themselves, especially the '60s era Beach Boys. It's easy to make weird music, right? Mm-hmm. It's easy to play dissonant chords and arrange things strangely and use strange time signatures and that sort of thing and make weird music. But the Beach Boys invented music that had never been heard before, but they did it in a way that it was accepted by the masses. That is unheard of. Right. So before the Beach Boys, 
correct me if I'm wrong. Help me educate me and educate anybody that's listening. <clears throat> the Beach Boys came out, made their own sound, created their own music. Yeah. Did their own thing. And everybody, you know a Beach Boys song when you hear it. Absolutely. Right? Every Immediately. time. Immediately. Was it, so when I also, um, I was on my honeymoon five years ago, uh, four years ago, and we were in um, Belize and we were on the beach and we were sitting there and the sound that was coming from the beach and a lot of it is the reggae. Yeah. The reggae Bob Marley. Yep. Don't worry, don't think about a thing, right? It's such a groove right. thing. It's like so that was, same sort of backbeat. So was the Beach Boys prior to that movement? Or, I don't know. Yeah, I so... Think, I think that definitely... Or like, did, did the like, Beach Boys spawn that movement? I think there's some, you know, maybe some of what... Um, Maybe some of what they did, what they incorporated into their inspiration was that island sound. Mm-hmm. You know, that you can definitely feel that that groove. And even, you know, that you can almost hear some steel drums here and there. You know what I mean? And sure. That, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's probably, I mean, they probably did draw inspiration for that kind of music. I don't really know the history what of reggae before? or, you know, yeah. island music per se. I mean, I, it's pretty... It's pretty obvious to me when I listen to reggae and that sort of thing that it came from that sort of almost Polynesian, you know, kind of drum driven, mm-hmm. beat driven kind yeah. of music. Yeah. And so, yeah, I can hear. There's hip hop roots in that too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Big huge. Time. Huge. Yeah. Big time. So the Beach Boys are my number. I love number it. Two. Yeah. I love it. Taking us down roads that didn't think we were going. Um, <laughs> Uh, for me, man, I'm, I'm going to stick with the same um, kind of feel. Summertime, for me, anytime you go uh, <laughs> on vacation, most people, I will say from Arkansas, go to the beach somewhere. We yeah. really do. Yeah. Some people go to Colorado, but the beach is where everybody wants to go to. Um, and so I, I think of Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. Makes me think about summer. Uh, we don't. Oh, for sure. That's that's brilliant. Yeah. That's a sound. Yep. He's not changed his sound. Yeah. No. And it, Jimmy know? Buffett's. It's he's a whole thing by himself. Yeah. You know, he's a he's his own jam band basically. You know, he's the Grateful Dead and Fish of island music. Yeah, absolutely. Of um, of you know, I don't know, flip flop music, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it's that's definitely a pretty good that, explanation yeah. of it. Flip flop music, and. It's so simple. So I think about bands, people like Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Um, he sang a song with Alan Jackson. Um, it's Five O'Clock Somewhere. Right. What yeah. a great song. Everybody yeah. said that. Great song, simple okay. song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, super. But what I love about the people um, like Jimmy Buffett, people like even Alan Jackson, that they don't, they, they realize they've got something and they don't over sing it. Yeah, and they don't wreck their voice, and right. they don't do all this stuff. Yep. Jimmy Buffett has the easiest job on yeah. planet Earth. Absolutely, he yep. can, he can. <laughs> he's not in a high register. He's no. not in a low register. No, he just chills. He's right in his sweet spot. I don't even know if he plays the guitar anymore. Has somebody doing it for him? You know, know what I mean? He probably sits there with one. Yeah. It's like like George Strait. It never plays. <laughs> yeah. Like he always has a guitar on and he's always strumming it. 
But like everybody else in the band could just stop and he could just sit there and strum. You would hear no guitar. They don't plug that thing in. I don't know if he knows that or not. <laughs> but that thing's not turned on. I think it's a comfort thing, though. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Or a look For or sure. yeah. whatever. Yeah. That they pull his shirts and his pants out from the iron press <laughs> and slip him into they, them they on the floor. They tape them on him yeah. because and he then can't actually slip into his them. His guitar is not actually a guitar. It's just a cardboard <laughs> 3D graphic that looks like a It's attached to his shirt. And he can't yeah. move. Yeah. And then they stick the hat on. Yeah. And then he goes like this. Yeah, you just have to so. strum it then at that point. <laughs> so anyway, you got to love Jimmy Buffett. makes you think about summer. Absolutely. Um, can I hit another one real quick? Do it, man. Real quick. You're um, rolling. Uh, I was driving down the road. I actually remember where I was, which is crazy. Um, I was flipping through. I'm a channel flipper. Yeah. On the And now that I have Sirius XM oh. Radio, I flip through my presets yep. constantly. Constantly, yeah. Uh, because every time you hit it, it starts a new song for you. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed that. But uh, anyway, I remember where I was. I was flipping through the stations, and there was a country station on there. And I hit this song, and they said, brand new song, brand new band. And it was Florida Georgia Line, okay? Yeah, boomy, whatever. Okay. Not like a huge fan. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge fan, especially I, now. It's, I seriously just took you out of my will. Okay, like, it's I'm, bro country. I just texted. Stop. I just texted my executor. And told him to take your name out of my will. Well, she's my sister. Okay, well. <laughs> um, she'll still do it. Anyway, so forgive me. I, <laughs> forgive me. But this song, when I heard it, the cruise song, okay? Baby, you're a song. Make me want to roll my windows down a cruise. Right? Everybody's heard that song. I knew from the, the second that I heard it, I was like, well, that's going to be... Yeah, a monster oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's gonna be a yeah. monster, and it was. And then I showed a friend that I was hanging out with at that time. I said, "Look, this. Listen to this song. It's gonna be number one. I promise you." And uh, it was number one for um a long time, sixteen weeks. Wow, something like that. Uh, by the way, guess who's still number one? <laughs> Your boy, Lil Nas X. Yeah, yeah, fourteen weeks, and, yeah. and they're they're thinking that Ed Sheeran. Yeah. That there's a collaboration. Ed Sheeran, Chris Stapleton, and Bruno Mars put a song out today. Came really? out today, and they're saying maybe it'll take down Lil Nas X. If those three guys can't take that guy down, <laughs> that's I'm gonna be so mad. That's a lot to deal with, right there. Yeah. Those those the three. I, and if you see the picture of them together, yeah, Ed Sheeran looks like a homeless guy that yeah. got picked up by two <laughs> famous people. He looks like a kid you beat up in junior high. <laughs> that is so true. So true. And anyway. Chris, Chris Stapleton <laughs> looks like the guy's uncle that beat up Ed Sheeran in junior high. <laughs> Making me cough. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I hope they do. I think all three, <laughs> I think all three of them guys are are fan are are great. I like Bruno Mars. I like Chris Stapleton. For sure, yeah. I like Ed Sheeran. Um, so <laughs> hopefully it can knock Lil Nas X. There's a new remix that came out with a young young thug or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, more power to him. You should let go, man. I can't see. I could. I could do. Florida Georgia Line to me is Lil Nas X to you. I don't like them either, but I the know, song just, like the song sounds like that to me though. It's it's straight up nails on the chalkboard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Kitty cat. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah. Uh, the song sold eight million units. Yeah, that's sold. Not downloads, not streams. Eight that's million units. Incredible. I mean, we talked about sales, you know, yeah, a, a couple, couple weeks ago. ago so. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Cruise. I knew it was going to be big, and it was massive, and it put Florida Georgia Line on the map. So. Uh, that song was a summer song for me. Yep. Um, My next song, uh, if you're done talking about Florida Georgia Line. Never again. Well, I can't say never. But. Yeah, never say never. Um, this next song is by one of my favorite bands. I don't, I, I think maybe people are going to start thinking we have a dare to work this band into every podcast. It didn't work out that way. I just happened to hear this song. It came on my <laughs> shuffle while I was thinking about summer songs. And so my next song is Einstein on the Beach for an Eggman, Counting Crows. Yeah, I love the Counting Crows. Yeah. Yeah. That is a great song. Albert's always sincere. He's a sensitive type. Oh, yeah. His I love that song. intentions are clear. He want to be well Like Who can remember that title? Oh, I know the I lyrics. I don't remember it. I have it written down right here. <laughs> it's like it's like the uh, the Pearl Jam old woman behind the counter in a small town yeah, on a knows. Tuesday. <laughs> With, on the third shelf, what there's a cup of coffee. What is the name of that song? I don't know what it is, but I love the song. I don't know what the title is. Mm. But yeah, Einstein on the Beach, Counting Crows. That was on an album called uh, DGC Rarities Volume 1, released in 94. But oh, wow. That's one of my favorite uh, Counting Crows songs. It's like in my top 10 or 15 if, favorite Counting Crows songs. If, and I actually play it sometimes when I'm just sitting around the house. I, play I love it. it. Yeah. If Jimmy and I could make you fans of one band, please, please, <laughs> please be a fan of the Counting Crows. Um, fantastic musicians. I actually saw them last year. Yeah. At the Amp. At the Amp, yeah. And um, they played and with Matchbox 20. We saw them a couple of years before that at uh, uh, Hard Rock and Tulsa. Hard Rock Tulsa. Yeah. Um, they're so, so good. They've been doing it a long time. If a band's been doing it a long time, go see them. Yep. Um, don't, don't just rely on radio. Uh, dig into their catalog. For sure. Listen to what they're saying. <clears throat> Can I play a game with you? I'm yeah. throwing this on you Do right it. now. Do it right now. Uh-oh, he's grabbing his guitar, folks. <clears throat> I was like, I should, should I tell him or should I not? <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. I'm, we're going to play the guessing game. All right. Don't read my paper. Okay. Stop reading not, my paper. I'll, yeah. Okay. I'm not looking at your paper. So, here's some songs that have the word summer in them. <laughs> oh, we're playing Name That Tune. Name the tune. Okay, let's do it. Oh, wait, wait, wrong key. Okay, going to G now. Ready? I'm ready. I went to work for her that summer. Garth Teenage kid too far from home. It's a great song. Was a lonely little woman Helping to make it on her own We were a thousand miles from nowhere Yeah, Whew. so you guessed it. Yeah. Garth Brooks, That Summer. Interesting enough, that song, everybody should know what that song is about. When I was a kid, my yeah. parents wouldn't let me listen to it. <laughs> because it was about... It's dirty. A woman that seduced a... Yeah, that's dirty stuff, man. Yeah, but uh, Mrs. That... Robinson, the original, you know, yeah, sort of film. 
that that's inspired from. You know. Is that an edited? No. no, you don't have to edit that. It's called The Graduate, actually, but Dustin Hoffman. Anyway. Can you name it? Yeah, hang on. Got my first real six Summertime song right there. Yeah, that, that one lights my fire. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm kind of a Brian Adams fan in general, really. Yes. Uh, I played in a band a couple of years ago, and uh, I had the pleasure of playing that song. It was one of my favorite songs. Yeah, it's a great song. On stage, we rocked it out. He writes a tight little song, man, and yep. nice melodies. I love his bridges. He's just really a really talented songwriter. Absolutely. I saw this band live about 260 times. No, you didn't. Probably six, though. No, you didn't. Because this is not what you think. It isn't? Nope. It used to be. This is not more than words. This is not more... You think it's more than words? Yeah, it nope. sounds like it. It's the same thing. People have been writing to the same chords. Oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you laugh right now. And if you don't know the song, it'll feel really weird. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. And I think it's fly when girls stop by for the summers. <laughs> I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. I take her if I have one a wish. And she's make off for that summer. <laughs> summer girls come and summer girls go. Yeah, LFO. Oh. 1999, baby. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You were thinking, seeing it all around you yeah, yeah, yeah. is not the words <laughs> I want to hear from you. It's not that I want you not to say it, but if you only knew how easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So one day we might just sing. Yeah, <laughs> it could happen. So, <clears throat> oh, this is fun. This might be that day. Um, let me just send that. I can see you, brown skin shining in the sun. Sing it. Got your hair slicked back, wayfarers on, baby. I can tell you, my love for you will still be strong. After the boys of summer have gone. Don Henley, man. Yeah, a little Don Henley. And uh, An undisputed great. <clears throat> a little Nat King Cole. I got one more, a little Nat King Come Cole. Come on. Summertime and the living is easy. Yeah, yeah. So that's. Uh, those maybe are... Sublime, too. Yeah, no, I like the Sublime. <laughs> oh, Come on, now. I think. Um, <laughs> In high school choir, I sang Nat King Cole's version. Yeah. But I liked Sublime. The Sublime version, version, yeah. Much, much, much better. Anyway, I want to play a little name that tune, play a little guitar. Um, good times. Thanks for bringing that, Wade. Thanks yeah. for springing that on me. Yeah, I love it. Oh, my favorite song I haven't talked about. Yeah. And uh, we're getting close to our, yeah. our time. I'm sure you got some more, too. But let me talk to you. Uh, I. Let me let me name two more songs and, and then I'll be quiet. Do it. One of my favorite songs is called My Own Summer. 
yeah. or Shove It from the Deftones. Yeah. Great song. Um, Love that song. Oh my gosh. Love that song. So if you don't know that song, please go listen to My Own Summer or it's Shove yeah. It um, from Deftones. It's Shove It's in parentheses. So I don't know why they do that. I don't know what to call it. Yeah. Because Shove It is the part that speaking. he um, screams the entire time. But My Own Summer from the Deftones um, rocks my world. Even now, it's a... Uh, it's heavy and in your face. And then one of my favorite songs to play acoustically, um, actually turned 20 years old a few days ago, was Mr. Rob Thomas and Santana from Smooth. Yeah. The name of the song is Smooth. It's a hot one, like seven inches from the midday sun. Yeah. It's just like the ocean under the moon. It's a fantastic song, and yeah. you know... And that's a song that was like never going to go away for a while. It, they yeah. played it nine times an hour on the radio. Yep. Yeah. Great, massive Great hook. Song. Yeah. Carlos Santana playing guitar for 50 years, actually oh, coming to the amp. Yeah. No, it, what an incredible, you know, you can't argue that Carlos Santana is one of the most talented guitar players that's ever graced us with his, uh, with his music. So. He's got a tone that you know is Carlos Santana when yeah. you hear the tone. He no, plays, those sounds. He plays the PRS. PRS yeah, yeah, he plays PRS the Paul Reed Smith. But he, I don't know. And it, I think a lot of it has to do with his technique, like the way his fingers come off the string or something. There's this sort of mellowness yeah, to his, the way his, he changes. His phrasing is yeah. the same a lot, yeah. but there is something there's about... A, there's a like, smoothness to his playing that you don't get from other people. True. There's It's like less staccato somehow. Like it almost bleeds one note into another a little differently. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But there's the thing that I'm talking about is like Korn's bass player Fieldy has a bass sound that nobody can mimic. Oh, like Doug Bennett, King's X, yeah. Yeah, like Like, there... And so Santana's the same thing. It's like, how does he get that sound? I know Fieldy's bass. I know Carlos Santana's guitar. Yeah. You know Doug... Doug Pennick. Doug Pennick's bass from King's X. Like, yeah. you know those certain people, they have figured out their sound. And Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. Absolutely. His yeah. guitar, it's yeah. like a $30 guitar. Oh, yeah. Heard a cool story, and then I'll let you go. Yeah. Um, I heard a cool story. Tom Morello was getting a, uh, back in 93 or something, he was getting a guitar worked on. Ibanez was building him a guitar. Right. And he walked in to the store and they were trying to fix another guitar, and he heard them playing it. Yeah. And it was making this wow, wow, wow sound, and they couldn't get it out of it. And they're, he's like, what's wrong with that guitar? And they're like, I don't know. It's going wow, wow. And they played it. Yeah. And he goes, stop. Take my guitar and put whatever's wrong with it inside In my, my guitar. guitar. Yeah. Because I want to mess with that. That's awesome. And then they wrote a couple of songs. Oh, I wish I could pull that off the top of my head right now, but that's cool. Yeah. You know Tom Morello's hooks. I yeah. love Rage, Prophets of Rage, um, uh, uh, Audio Slave. Audio I love Slave, those obviously great, yeah. fat hooks that are right in your yep. face. You know Tom Morello, too. Go ahead. Uh, just some quick mentions. I brought up King's X. They may come up as often as Counting Crows. I don't know. <laughs> and Foo Fighters. In the, in the episode... The mysteriously missing episode one. <laughs> I mentioned that one of my favorite all-time guitar solos is a song called "Summerland" by King's X. Yeah, listen to "Summerland" by King's X. Just if you have any sort of affection toward me at all as a person, 
I just want everybody in the world to hear that song at some point. Summerland by King's X. It's on Gretchen Goes to Nebraska. Was that like 86 or something like yes, that? Yes, sir. I uh, actually looked that up. I listened to it. It was yeah, great. It's a great, great song. Um, I always, like summertime, I think of the beach. So this week I spent a lot of time driving around and I listened to a lot of loud Metallica yeah. So even though the song's about nightmares, Enter Sandman, Enter Sandman. deserves an honorable mention in no. summer songs. No. That Never. song sounds great when it's hot outside, too. Yeah, it does. And, and just keep turning the volume knob to the right until it won't turn anymore and listen to it like that. It's even better. Except for the fact that Lars Ulrich's the drummer. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't well, for that's, that. That's another topic. Um, and then I had one more honorable mention, and it's just because I think I started... It was the first uh, Ben Folds 5 song that I heard, and I heard it during the summer. I've seen this. Underground by Ben Folds 5. I love that song, always love that song, and it always puts me in a summer frame of mind. It's so sarcastic and kind of biting and light and and hooky. I just love that song, and it really it just makes me think of summer every time. Uh, and my last one, same thing. It's not a song about summer. The song doesn't mention summer, but it puts me in a summer frame of mind. The Tubes, Talk to You Later, 1981. <laughs> you are blowing my mind with music I've never heard before today. I'm so happy. I am so happy. We got listening to do, brother. We do have listening to do. The Tubes. The Tubes. <laughs> what a name. Off of the album, uh, The Completion Backward Principle. <laughs> Man, no idea what that's I about, love the 80s. But great, great song. Oh, gosh. Great. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in to the Music Box. We're just so excited to be doing this, and we just love it that people are actually listening to us carry on like this. Yeah, we're just, we're, we're literally, we don't talk about what we're going to talk about. We just go <laughs> for it, and just we're, going for it. we're having a great time. And so thanks for listening. One thing I want to do real quick um, is give you something new to listen to for the week. And Jimmy and I actually sent him a text message this morning. Oh, listen to this. Front to back twice today. Yeah, you did? The entire record twice. Um, I sent him a text. I was scrolling through. And, what time um, was that? It was early this morning. Man. Early this morning. Foo Fighters has a guitar player. His name is Chris Shiflett. And he had an album that dropped last month um, called Hard Lessons. And uh, it's country, man. It is he, a he country, plays that Telecaster country album like crazy. Go listen to Chris Shiflett's uh, country album. Kind That's, of a red dirt country kind of a feel, or or more of a classic country kind of feel. Yeah, it's it's yeah. very uh, somebody who lives in California is making making country music. That's what it yeah. sounds like to me. Yeah, guitar driven, very Telecaster-y. Got some fiddle in it. Yeah, things like that. Nice, Major, nice stuff. Stuff like really that. Good. So. Maybe we'll try to uh, uh, give you something new to listen to each episode. That might be something we add. I like that idea. Yeah, yeah. So Chris Shiflett, it's called Hard Lessons. Um, take a listen to that. Don't forget, we're on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, and of course, on this here app called Anchor. I am Wade. I'm with my brother Jimmy. It's the Music Box Podcast. We'll see you next week, friends. Next time. Have a good day.